0: All right, hey everybody! Welcome back to another episode of Eagle Exchange. And here today, this is the beginning of a new series we want to have called, basically, the playoff updates for the National Football League. Now, this past weekend, at the time of this recording, we had the wild card. The wild card basically the first round of the NFL playoffs, for each of the teams with the lowest seeds. Now. I'm here today with my good friend, Javi Cross. Say hey, what's up, Javi.
1: What's up, guys?
0: And now, Javi, oh, let's get it started. Let's just jump right into it. First, we have AFC matchups. This is the one conference of the National Football League. We featured the Bills versus Texans. Now, just for facts, Texans won the game 22-19, and the Bills, of course, extend their playoff drought <laughs> since 1995, which is the third longest in NFL. But, Javi, tell me some of your takeaways from the game.
1: Well, I mean... Bills obviously choked. They were like sixteen <laughs> nothing at halftime. Yep. And man, that was just—it was rough. Uh, it was a rough day in the second half for the Bills. But really, I think the MVP of that game goes to Deshaun Watson. Well, of course. Just lit it up in the second half. And I think there was that one play where he had the two blitzing uh, defensive backs that both hit him at once, and he was able to get out of it and get like a thirty-yard game from it. Crazy throw. Checkdown and. Check down. and Honestly, one of the most impressive plays I've ever seen from a quarterback. I was surprised he didn't get cussed, but...
0: <laughs> that was pretty crazy, though. I will say, coming out of the first half, was the Texans didn't have any points. The offense could barely get first downs. It seemed like Josh Allen was pretty composed in his first playoff game. And compared to Deshaun Watson, I expected Deshaun Watson to come out dominating. But I would test that to some of the play calling they had. Well, I would say what turned around for me in the game when I watched when J.J. Watt got that sack in the first half, they still got points of that drive for the Bills, but I feel like that just got the crowd going, and then Sean just kind of turned it up the <laughs> second half, oh, for took sure. over. it's
1: a momentum thing. You know, obviously, a lot of times if a team stalls out at the end of the first half, they're they're not going to pick up and, in the second half and just absolutely dominate, you know. yeah, It's a bit of a swing, and if, uh, you know, that sack was obviously a huge stop for the Texans, and I'd attribute that to some of the Texans' defensive success in the second half.
0: And when you have Josh Allen throwing yellow throws, as Booger would say, you don't really have a good chance of winning. I mean, of
1: course. Allen, I think, will end up being a fantastic QB for the Bills, but I mean, Mm -hmm. he's young, and this was a learning experience for him.
0: He needs a little bit more composure and crunch time, but I feel like he'll get that coming into next season. Of
1: course, yeah, but he's just a kid. He's a kid, and you can't expect him to perform at the highest level possible mm-hmm. his first-ever playoff game. In spite of his shortcomings, he did put up a pretty decent performance. But Deshaun Watson just lighting it up in the second half absolutely would uh, seal the game for the Texans.
0: Now, speak the opposite of a young kid. Tom Brady, next game. Titans-Patriots. Shockingly, Brady lost. Well, I would say it was shockingly. I didn't expect him to lose. 20-13 to the Tennessee Titans. This is also in the AFC. The one thing I took away from this game, Javi, Derrick Henry. (laughs) Oh, man. 35 touches, 204 scrimmage yards, touchdown. What else could you say? I mean, kind of took over.
1: A couple days ago on Instagram, I just saw a couple pictures of him with other football players, and he's just massive.
0: Beast. Bama boy.
1: It was was incredible because you could just see him running over people. (laughs) Literally. Yeah, they did not want to tackle him, and it showed, especially in the second half when they got tired. And, I mean, just – to me, it's incredibly impressive how he had such a large workload but was still effective even after his 30-plus touches. Mm-hmm. And I mean, you know, Brady, everyone's going to say he's gone downhill.
0: Shut out in the second half.
1: Shut out in the second half. Man, you don't see that much from Brady. Yep. What I'd attribute that to is just his O-line. Uh, and the fact his receivers just couldn't get it open. I mean, you see, you see it with other teams all the time. Yep. If they aren't that high of caliber and they can't get open, the best quarterbacks aren't going to look all that great. And he had some incredible throws in that game. Don't get me wrong, but at the end of the day, if your receivers can't create separation, you can't zip that ball in there every single time.
0: It makes you question, though, if he wants to stay. That post-game conference, it left some questions for a really lot of good. reporters.
1: And, I mean, you could just see his face during the game. He, he kind of looked like he was done with it. mm mm-hmm. Everyone's speculating as to where he'll go next and you know, he sold his house in New England obviously, but I don't see him leaving.
0: I thought he should have retired after last year. Going into this season without an outside threat. Like yo, they had Julian Edelman running wide out routes. Like Julian Edelman is not a wide out receiver. Yeah, he is
1: a slant he is a uh, a slot player. Yeah. He he runs routes right in the slot, he gets open for a short little check down, and he can make big plays with
0: Now uh, NFC matchups this was a fun game for me. Vikings versus Saints. The underdog by wide margin in Vegas. The Vikings won 26-0. And the man of the game, Kirk Cousins. Yes. The man of a clutch playoff game, Kirk Cousins.
1: I never thought I'd be having this conversation. To be
0: 242 honest. yards, one touchdown, zero interceptions, 96.4 passer rating. I'll play Drew Brees. Yeah, I'll play Drew. Taysom Hill, if they won that game, I would have said he was the um, player of the game. The Swiss Army Knife. (laughs) He's incredible.
1: Just his ability, his playmaking ability, and just his athleticism to be able to do everything on the field is just uncanny. And I think I'm surprised that he's not getting more playing time. And I think, especially with Lamar's rise, the rise of just the uber-athletic quarterback, I think he's going to see more time at quarterback, and I bet – what we'll see is when his contract is up, he will go somewhere and be the starting quarterback for that team.
0: I think this also opens up for a lot of quarterbacks. There's been like such as Braxton Miller, there's Torah Pryor, these quarterbacks that come into the league, maybe not having t- like playing time or getting a spot on the offense to play the position of quarterback. But there's a way that you can fit them into different schemes to be utilized on the field. And I think Hill showed that. And I feel like that could be, like for future, for some quarterbacks that probably don't have what it takes to just be solely a quarterback in the league, but a team can figure it out how to put them in the offense.
1: Mm -hmm. And I think that's the thing, too. You're seeing it with more and more teams now. Play calling schemes are getting more and more complex and people are getting more and more creative. And it gets to the point, like, with the Ravens' backfield. I know I keep referencing the Ravens, (laughs) but their backfield, they have the Heisman package Mm -hmm. with Ingram, RG3, and Lamar. Two of those guys can throw as well as run, and Ingram is arguably one of the best backs in the league right now. And I think that package has so much potential to trick defenses and just to give them new looks. And I think that's what Taysom Hill is going to end up doing for the Saints and probably other teams in the future.
0: Last game of the NFC matchups, we had Seahawks versus Eagles. This game was kind of I expected the Seahawks to win. Um, Russell Wilson, of course, played well. The main standout I saw was DK Metcalf and just his performance. He came into the draft. Um, I didn't know how he dropped to the second round. My thought was maybe he didn't have good hands. He catches the ball with his chest a lot. But in this playoff game, he kind of really showed all that he can do with the potential he has to be a good receiver. Mm-hmm. He has a very
1: bright future, just a big kid, incredibly fast. His hands, I mean, that's something he can work on, but his physical gifts are incredible, and I think – He's going to end up being one of the best receivers in the league for a long time.
0: Yeah. He has a Julio Jones size, bigger in my opinion. And I just feel like if you get better at catching, a little bit better at running, Hall of Famer for sure. And the fact Clowney came back playing through injury, I think that really gave a good momental push for the Seahawks as well. Mm-hmm. Good really resilient. Yes. Now, that was the wild card matchups. But before we wrap it up, let's talk about some predictions for next weekend, divisional round my predictions we got ravens versus titans i'm taking the ravens easy best team in the league by far mvp on your team at the age 23 dominating i don't see them losing to the titans uh next we have
1: i think chiefs and texans who you have i've got the chiefs i wouldn't count patrick mahomes out and their firepower on offense is just I don't think anyone's going to be able to stop it.
0: (laughs) I got Texans. I'm believing in Deshaun. Last game made me a believer. (laughs) Uh, NFC side, we have Minnesota versus the 49ers. I'm taking the Niners. Best team in NFC. I believe Jimmy Garoppolo, though it's his first playoff start, I think he can make a name for himself, and he'll continue to do what he's been doing in the Mm -hmm. regular season.
1: And I just don't have confidence in Kirk Cousins. Mm
0: -hmm. And last but not least, who we have Seahawks, Packers. I'm taking Seattle. Riding with Russell Wilson.
1: I'm taking the Packers because Aaron Rodgers is magical.
0: But, yeah, that was our wild card recap. Thank you all for listening. We'll be back next week to give you a recap on the divisional round. Uh, make sure you all tune in the game. And like and comment down below what else you want to see us talk about. it has been Matthew and Javi, and you're listening to Eagle Exchange. We we'll out.